tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea. Piping hot, so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmarlroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands.
Ya se cayó la ventana francesa de Lisa. Se cayó. ¡Ya la virga! ¡Ey, pero qué va a hacer Ya se cayó la ventana francesa de Lisa. Ya cayó. ¡Ya la virga! ¡Ey, pero qué va a hacer They probably, I mean, that's just shocking. They probably, wow. I don't know if they would have survived that. That's quite unbelievable. So that was some of the footage that we had been sent. Yes, that one was quite hard to watch um, because you get the sense that those persons, um, looks like it's hillside. And so they may not have survived that, to be honest. I really hope there was no one um, in those structures because they're just gone. It's unbelievable. There's another one that we received uh, from Honduras as well that shows a lot of, um, this one is not so bad, thank God. Uh, but this one shows a lot of um, <clears throat> um, so someone saying no sound. I'm pretty sure I have sound. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I think I think everybody can hear me. So if you're having any issues with audio, just restart, restart your stream. Um, okay, so let me just show you guys another one. Um, yes, Ervalyn, these are this is real footage. I mean, it looks like they were just there kind of recording the location and then you know, everything just collapsed. The poor guy on the roof though, wow. Why would he be on the roof trying to hold the roof down? No way, that's just crazy. You would not catch me trying to hold down a roof. Like on a serious note, that's definitely not the best idea in the world. Um, give me one second. I'm trying to see if I can pull up one more for you guys to view. And then we've got some interesting local footage. We do have uh, Mr. Bodden from Honduras who's going to try to join us again this evening. Um, so let me just see here. Okay. Yeah, so we're hopeful that we can figure out um, what is what is going on with you know just what's happening basically in Honduras? Um, so give me one good second here, folks. There's another one here. Yeah, this one is is very 
interesting. I think it just shows the power of mother nature and certainly what she's capable of because look at this one, folks, have a look at this one. Isn't that something else? I mean, the, the, just how the ocean waves are coming in, it's created a large amount of foam. And um, wow, that's quite something. So um, hmm, amazing. So as soon as Mr. Bodden comes on, we'll get an idea of uh, what's happening in the Bay Islands in particular. This storm is incredible. It's just amazing how yesterday this was just a tropical storm. Uh, the day before, we were like, ah, just a tropical wave. And now it's like a cat four storm. And this is the dangers of it, folks. And that, um, you know, at the end of the day, you just never, you just never know, you know, what these storms are going to going to turn into. So by all means, um, we have to keep an eye on this. I'm just going to get the latest coordinates on the storm. And then we can talk about a few other things. So good evening. Miss Beulah, Miss Beulah can hear me. Jessica can hear me. Yes, you guys are good. Um, yes, Jess, we have to really um, pray for these people. Thank you, Miss Janet. I think that person was just having a little bit of an audio issue on their end. Good evening, Cyril. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, a landslide, because you can see that it's right on the edge of what looks like the edge of the mountain. And so um, it just gave way and everything's gone with it. I mean, whew, what do you do, right? If you live in one of those homes, it's not like you can just vacate your house because now there's a storm. Maybe there isn't a shelter that's all that close by. Most persons don't always have an option to shelter somewhere else. Um, so JD says it seems dumb to hold down the roof until you consider that he might have family under it. <clears throat> I totally get that, but what good, I mean, listen, if the roof is going to go, the roof is going to go. He can't stop. 140 mile per hour winds, right? The only thing that's going to happen is it's going to take him with it. And surely that doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you've got family there, the losing the roof and your life is crazy. But I think when we're in the middle of these situations, we're not always thinking logically. And that is why <clears throat> they always encourage you to have a plan of action know what you're going to do in the event of this and the event of that, you know, basically um, know what's going on. So give me one second. I am going to pull up um, a video from about 45 minutes ago so that we can look at exactly where this storm is and what this storm is doing. But we are looking at a very powerful storm 
that is headed fairly close to us. It's, it doesn't look like the projections, like it's going to be a direct hit, but we are definitely in the cone of, <clears throat> if it continues on the projected path, that we will be getting um, some hurricane force winds. Whether that's a hurricane two or three, those details are yet to be, um, in my opinion, confirmed, but it's definitely headed our way. So folks, remain calm, but start your preparations from now. I was just at Foster's countryside. They're putting the water bottles out, the you know cases of water. Don't panic shop, but if you need something, calmly go to the store and get it. Review your list of supplies. Review your action list of what you want to do. Are you going to go to shelter? Do you live in a low-lying area? Um, top up your meds. <clears throat> so if you or any of your family members take any medication, by all means, um, please you know ensure that you get those prescriptions filled so that you will have no shortage of those items. And, um, you know, just be prepared. Have your list of things that you want to do in the event of the storm coming our way, because it's a very likely possibility that we will be impacted by the storm. So I do uh, want everyone to be ready. What is your action plan? It can't be that you're going to be out there trying to hold down a roof, right? So if you have any kind of roofing issues or whatever the case may be, by all means, um, let's have a plan, get things fixed that need to be fixed before anything goes down and before anything happens. So um, I want to encourage you all to review whatever plans you have in place. If you have elderly people in your homes, you also need to ensure that you have a plan for them as well. It's very, very important. So let me just check on Mr. Bodden if he's um, gonna be joining us. We just wanna get a brief update on what is happening in Honduras. And then we're gonna move on to some of the other things. So let me just pull up a current video of where we at in terms of the storm. So good evening, Miss Nancy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, what a cute little baby in your photo. I love that little baby. He's so cute. Uh, Karen <clears throat> says, GD, JD, that's what I was thinking. Unfortunately, these people don't have the option of going to shelters and have to stay where they are. And that's a sad situation, but definitely. I do understand that they're not as fortunate as, as we often are. Yes, El Rey, desperation for sure. Uh, that describes exactly what is happening. So El Rey saying right now, it's only forecasted as a tropical storm. What we do know is these storms are incredibly um, unpredictable. So Edith confirms that in Rotan, there's no power. Good evening, Duran. Hi, Karen. Let me um, again see what the current situation is, but let's watch a quick video here. Um, <clears throat> Miss Nancy, we're still hoping that this storm will do something totally different than the projected path because no bueno if it's coming a little bit too close. 
So here's another weather video um, that was just shared with us. So let's get the latest coordinates and updates on this so that we can see where to go from here. The, the video is just uploading. Give me one quick second, folks. And um, we should be able to see what's going on. So the National Hurricane um, Center has issued some advisories. Cayman has also the weather um, department here. Meteorologists has issued some advisories for us as well. So we can certainly review some of those. We got them um, earlier today. So I'm just waiting for those to download. Let me just see here. All right, so the 4 p.m. update uh, basically has it at 150 miles, 140 miles, my apologies, per hour. And there's a severe weather notification, flood warning in place. So again, scattered showers across the Caribbean, including locally. On Wednesday, we're expecting about two to five, uh, 2.5 to three and a half inches of rain. Thursday, anywhere between two to four inches. And Friday, one to three inches. Now listen, you guys know where the flooding areas are. I was in uh, Pasador Place today and it was um, <laughs> flooded. But you know, it doesn't take much for Pasadora Place to flood. So good evening to Gina. We do have Dwin who's now joining us. So since we've got Dwin on the line, uh, let's go ahead and bring him into the conversation. Good evening, Dwin. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me, Dwin? You can hear me. Okay, uh, good I can't evening hear to you. you. I'm doing quite ah. fine. Um, how there about you, you all there in the Cayman Islands? Yes. So give us an idea. Someone was saying that Rotan uh, yes, was um, already... Yes, I'm having a little bit of um, disturbance more or less with the... Um, I can hear you okay, but um, the, the, the video is a bit blurry. It's okay. Yes, I can. Okay. Can you just give us an update on what is happening there in the Bay Islands? Um, some people said there were some power outages. I'm um, sorry, I didn't else. hear your last um, word there. Sure, just an update on what is happening there in the Bay Islands in particular. Okay, well, as for now, um, at present time, we're having uh, a lot of rain and a lot of winds. Um, since we spoke the last time, the winds has intensified here um, in the Bay Islands. And what we are... ...experiencing also in places. Okay, so just wind, high winds and some rain. Do you mostly have power there? 
Um, well, um, we were supposed to do a show this afternoon and had to cancel it due to a, um, a notice that the Rotan Electric Company had um, extended, um, notifying that they had a power outage schedule. The electricity has been um, off and on, coming on, or going off and coming on uh, for approximately about an hour or so. It would go off and come back on. Uh, we also have been experiencing in uh, the diverse communities a lot of trees has fallen in the roads and stuff. So um, we, we do have um, bit strong winds in certain parts of the island, you know, like um, areas close to the beach and so forth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, have you heard of any um, injuries or loss of life or anything of the sort as yet? Here on the island, um, not as yet. Uh, okay. We did got information of uh, a couple in a certain community that um, they had to evacuate them out of their home because their home is on a on a hillside in which um, they were experiencing some uh, landslide. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, so um, do you have any? The rain, yes. the rain has been off and on, and. Um, you know, but whenever we get rain, it's it's um coming in gushes for a you know a certain time, and then it would stop, and then you know, it's been it's been so since uh, this morning, but as for this afternoon, uh, the winds has intensified, and um as I say again, and we are we are experiencing a little bit of rain at present time. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, we are going to continue to monitor this storm, obviously. We continue to keep the people of Honduras in our prayers and our thoughts, as well as Nicaragua. Um, I understand that Nicaragua is getting quite um, a lot of bad weather from this as well. Okay. All right, Dwin, thank you so much. For joining my pleasure, um, Sandy. Okay, thanks a lot, my dear. And keep in touch with us. Okay, so again, thank you so much, Dwin, for um, taking the time out of your evening to just spend a few minutes with us and give us an update. It doesn't sound like things are terribly bad in the Bay Islands or town area, but um, as he said, the power company is saying that they had scheduled, I guess, a power outage. Mm. Um, this is probably not the time to be scheduling any such things, but you know, once the winds get to certain um, speed and trust me, 140 miles per hour is quite excessive and you'd have wind gusts beyond that. It is more than likely that they probably shut the power off to in case there's down power lines and so forth. In fact, there was a down power line here in the Cayman Islands today in the industrial park area which is kind of interesting. We've not really gotten a whole lot of wind yet. So I'm not sure what took that power line out. But again, this is the perfect opportunity. If you have any trees that are overgrown, you got your coconut trees, uh, shake them down, folks. We just got the 7 p.m. alert that has actually just come out from the chief meteorologist. So I'm going to um, bring that to you here in a second. Um, again, it's it now has dropped to sustained winds of 110 miles per hour. So this is a bit of good information. Um, so we will update you. The storm is weakening slightly. 
which like I said is excellent. Let me just put this up on our social media. Um, so let me per permit me to play a video and then I'm gonna double check what the latest stats are from the National Hurricane Center as well. All right, folks, so what we have now is 110 miles per hour. This just came out 22 minutes ago at 7 p.m., um, 8 o'clock, I think, in the States. Although, I think over the weekend, they their time went back, so they're probably <clears throat> on the same time difference as us. But this now makes it a, a Category 2 storm. So it has decreased uh, from a Category uh, 4 storm, which is very, very deadly, to a category two, which is still deadly for a lot of people, 110 miles per hour with higher gusts. Um, you're looking at hurricane force winds extending outward up to 25 miles from the center and tropical storm force winds extending outward up to 115 miles. So during the last couple hours, a sustained wind of 107 miles per hour and a gust of up to 135 miles per hour was measured at Puerto Cabezas in Nicaragua at the airport. Rapid weakening will continue as the center moves further inland towards tonight and Wednesday. So it still remains a very dangerous storm. The center of this is extremely dangerous and it's located inland over Nicaragua about 25 miles southwest of Puerto Cabezas. So again, they, uh, it's moving slowly at five miles per hour. And again, it's continued, it's gonna continue an inland traction, tracked over Northern Nicaragua through Wednesday morning. And then it moves across the central portions of Honduras through Thursday morning. And the system is forecasted to then emerge over the Caribbean Sea Thursday night or Friday. So we keep an eye on these things because the speeds can change as we see not just the strength of the hurricane, so it's gone from 140 miles per hour down to 110, but it's only moving at five miles per hour, which is relatively slow. It could speed up. So this is where folks, you wanna make sure <clears throat> that you are staying tuned to the weather alerts. We of course will, as soon as we know something, will advise you accordingly because that can change. So. Thursday into Friday, it's gonna be coming back into the Caribbean Sea. But as you can see the entry point and exactly where the storm is right now, 
It's going through Nicaragua onto Honduras and it's going to go over the mainland and then it's going to come back out to sea. Uh, it's headed the, in the cone of possibilities. You guys see us right there, <clears throat> our little island, teeny weeny, but we're right there on the outer bands of that green to the right. But we're very much in the cone of possibilities. It can veer a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left. The green cone is quite wide because that's the further out they go, you know, the, the wider it gets because they're not quite sure yet. So it's 104, 100, sorry, 409 miles south southwest of Grand Cayman. Again, moving west at five miles per hour. Maximum sustained winds now 110 miles per hour. But hey, the gusts are pushing upwards of 135 miles per hour, which is still a category close to category four storm. So that was recently recorded. So I wish for uh, everyone to just be very, very mindful of the status of the storm so that we can see exactly where it's tracking and what is going on. So it looks like Jamaica might be out of it for now. Cuba will definitely be receiving um, some weather. The um, edge, well, it looks like it's, my gosh, about half of Cuba is in the realm of possibility. We'll have to wait to see exactly what sections, maybe the Pinar del Rio um, region is gonna be very, very concerned about this storm. Uh, we just have to keep an eye on it, folks. There's no guarantees. You see what it says here over the Cayman area, expected periods of moderate to heavy showers, moderate to fresh winds and rough seas over the next few days. <clears throat> A small craft warning and flood warning is currently in effect with strong gusty conditions, which are expected. So we will continue to monitor this situation. It's gonna cross over a good portion of Nicaragua first, and then it's headed to Honduras. And then it kind of looks like it just comes, it veers out and comes back out to into the Caribbean Sea and is headed generally in our direction but we sure are hopeful that it stays more to, um, you know, the left of us because we're not liking the fact that we're in the cone at all. So just make your preparations, folks. That's the best thing to do. We don't have to, you know, start panicking or anything, but I do think it is important for us to be prepared. All right, let's change conversation a little bit. We've got half an hour left in the program. So um, by all means, uh, we will be covering some other news. So of course, this evening is the presidential election. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where we're going to know probably by tomorrow morning, maybe late tonight, who the new uh, president of the United States is. I say new, but it could be the old one. <laughs> We're kind of hoping it ain't him. Um, well, I am personally hoping that. I know some of you are Trump supporters, so uh, we shall see kind of how that goes. But let's talk about some local news. So a couple of things. This morning, you know that there's a fire in the district of Newlands. Um, and of course... That's tragic.
that's a very tragic situation. We did receive uh, word this morning as we were doing the morning show that the cause of the fire was indeed an explosion of a water heater, which sounds crazy, but someone has sent us some footage and we're hoping to be able to go by the home tomorrow to find out what more we can find out. Um, but we do have confirmation that's exactly what caused it. Now have a look at this footage, folks. This is crazy. Oh, my apologies. That was the one from this morning. Hold on one second. I'm going to show you the one from this evening. Uh, just give me a quick second here. I know I saved it. Let me see. Um, so, yes, the water tank. Um, uh, let me see. Where is this video? So someone shared um, this footage earlier. Let me just see if I can pull it up here. And this was in the Newlands area. So um, it's quite shocking, really. I'm just trying to find the footage that was sent to me. Give me one second here. So, um, as I said before, it was a, a water heater that actually caused the explosion. Um, a water heater literally blew up. So give me one second here. Um, Oh, I can't remember who sent it, but hold on. I've got the video here somewhere. Yeah, so this is a relatively short video, but nonetheless, it looks like the um, property damage appears to be significant. We've not heard of anyone actually being injured in the fire, but you can see from this um, where the water heater was actually positioned. It's quite a, it's like, you can see it was like an explosion. Look, look at this folks, I'm gonna show you this here. Um, but like I said, we're, we're hopeful to be able to go by the home to see exactly what transpired. Um, so I think this is it. Sorry, I keep, for some reason I keep pulling up the same, the same video. It's cause obviously on, on the preview, they both look very much the same. Uh, hmm. Okay, oh, here we go, here we go, this is it. Okay. It looks like it's a lot of damage. Um, that was a quick clip, so let's... Yeah, so it looks like uh, severe damage. And like I said, we did receive word from someone connected to the family that confirmed for us that the source of the incident was indeed um, 
they basically said the house is burning down and there's six fire trucks there. They were sending this this morning as we were doing the show and everyone made it out of the house, but they need all the help that they can get. And uh, we will be reaching out to them. You know, we are Caymanians first and foremost, and our responsibility as members of this community is always to help each other wherever we can. So here at CMR, we have a large group of persons always tuned in and we will galvanize our resources and come to the aid of this family. We just need to figure out what it is that they need because we don't wanna just be making random donations if they don't need that. So we're gonna focus on their need. I also wanna express some gratitude for um, those of you who tuned in today. Um, who were able to hear or plead this morning for some assistance from um, for a lady who's looking for some extra large tops and she's about a um, 18 to 20 bottom and um, she's asked for our help just regular clothing nothing fancy or anything like that and she also is in need of um, some houseware things like pots any uh queen sheets um she is an nau client it sounds like she's gone into a new apartment and unfortunately the apartment doesn't really come equipped with anything so she's in need of some sheets some bedding towels and um you know bath rags and then just some pots and pans even plates for the kitchen so if you have anything that you can donate i'm going to try to go through some of my items to see what I can donate from the kitchen. Um, I don't have the sizing, I think, in clothes that I can give her, but I wanna thank you guys so much. I had someone all the way from the UK reach out to us um, today and said that her daughter was gonna go through her closet, uh, you know, just to see what they can actually, um, what they can actually find. So if you have anything to give to that person, it doesn't have to be a whole lot, but please let me know. You can certainly message me 324-1612 and I'd be happy to, um, to get organize it and get it to that individual. So um, let me just see here. Um, All right, so we will keep you informed. Like I said, I do know another family member related to the family of the fire. So we'll get some additional information by tomorrow morning to let you guys know exactly what they need. Um, Donna, yes, gift certificates from different places. Yeah, that's a great idea so that the family can pick up what they need. Thank you so much. There's always, I think gift certificates are good, a good idea in terms of donations and stuff. Um, Sherry Ann says the mountains will break up the storm. Um, I think the question really is how much and looking at the path of the storm, what is most interesting is even when it comes off land, off land, there is still a significant body of water between it and us for it to redevelop. So yes, I agree with Sherry Ann <clears throat> that um the you know the storm will do the the 
the countryside, my apologies, the mountains and so on, will do a lot in terms of breaking this storm up. However, um, it's not going to be um, probably as you know significant of, it's not gonna destroy the storm entirely. It will probably come off the coast as a tropical storm, but then it can quickly reform and you know it's headed right back to us again. So that is the dangers of a situation like this. There's still time for it to go right back up to another category four, basically. <clears throat> so we want to be extremely mindful of that situation. So early in the week, we were telling you guys about um, a situation with some thieves, alleged thieves, shoplifters, who went and came out of Bay and helped themselves to over $1,500 worth of goods. Some 20 plus items were stolen. And we posted um, a video and I was surprised a lot of people like, well, I don't see anything stolen in the video. I don't see them stealing it. So um, we've been contacted by the family member of one of these persons, I don't know who they are, saying, um, you know, can you uh, not share any more videos? And I'm thinking, well, here's the thing. Uh, these people are actually getting on social media and they're claiming that they didn't do it. So if you're saying you didn't do it, I don't know why you'd care if we share the video because if you didn't do it, that means it's not you in the video, right? So the police had waited over two weeks. It was only after we did the story on the 26th, I think it was, the following day, the police then went and arrested um, two of the individuals, two of the three. Now, apparently they were a little bit uncertain about who the third person was. Although the second we put it up, everybody seems to have known who the third person was. And the third person went in and turned themselves into the authorities um, because they were complaining that we had their photo up. So the third person basically confirmed to the police who they were. And the police were like, oh, we've been looking for you. So they've issued um, warrants, uh, search warrants for their properties. They have only recovered uh, one or two items because they must have pawned everything else or gave it away or sold it already. Um, but I wanted to share some additional footage with you guys because again, it was just really concerning that people didn't seem to see the stealing. So let's have a look again. We got two video clips we're gonna share this evening and I want you guys to pay attention and to look closely at what they do.
Okay, so that was the first one. Now, um, they have more cameras. Don't worry, they have a lot of footage. <laughs> Trust me, they have a lot of footage. Um, but it does take time to go through all the footage and pull out the snippets specifically of what they were up to and what they were doing. So we're going to watch another one from a different angle. But um, we saw exactly what they were doing. Now, listen, catching them on camera is good. Also knowing exactly what inventory you had located where is also essential so that you can give the police a full account of exactly what is missing. All right, so they actually stole from at least two separate stores over or about 20 items valued at $1,500 in total. And here is a second video of the pair. Now, if you notice, they think they're smart. They're not really that smart to be honest. I'm stealing in this way is stupid. Uh, they missed a sign on the door that says smile, you're on camera. And um, in addition to that, they try to distract the sales staff. Like talk, one person will go and talk to them while the other two are walking about and picking up items. So here we go again. Watch this. Down goes the bag. Very squish. Picks up the paper that they had just stolen the polo from. Mm -hmm. And here they go on the corner, and here they go to work. Go close. Look at them pacing. Very, very nervous. Mm -hmm. So that one top that's black and white, that was obviously that disappeared very, very quickly. Um, yeah, no money, but want to buy a $135 wallet. Listen, um, people can say whatever they want, but all retail businesses right now are hurting. There's a decrease in the number of visitors in our island. People don't have as much disposable income. And so, of course, um, you know, at the end of the day, we have concerns um, about people who think that they can just go into your business and steal from you. 
no matter what the economic situation is, that's honestly no one's business. Um, it really is a, a very strong message that needs to be sent to anyone who decides to steal. So we have um, no sympathy for you. We know that two of them are only 19 years old. And if they're doing that at 19 years old, I can't imagine what they're gonna be doing at 25 years old. So if they've got sticky fingers, this is gonna be a tough lesson to learn, but um, you know they're gonna to have to learn it one way or the other. So I hope that that assists for those of you who were like, well, I don't see anything being stolen. We, we as a people, we, Caymanians, sure can see what we wanna see and encourage bad behavior when we're ready. So listen, just a quick note from one of our corporate sponsors. Um, you know, the Philippines had a massive typhoon, which is a, what a hurricane is called on their part of the world. That was a category 440 plus miles per hour. At least 10 people have died. At least 10 people have lost their lives. And um, sadly, um, you know, a lot of people in that country will now also be in need. So remember that the Miracle Brokers has, we can put a Filipino box together up to 200 pounds. It's only $65 and you can pack whatever legal stuff that you can in that one box. Um, they'll come and pick it up from your house. <clears throat> you can request and arrange pickup. Reach out to them on social media. They've got their social media platform set up and you can reach out to them and they'll make all the arrangements to collect it, package it properly, you know, finish uh, all the packaging of it in the container, load it up and send it to the Philippines. So if you're concerned that your loved ones may need some extra supplies now as a result of this storm, or if you just wanna send a donated box for your family members there to perhaps um, distribute to others in the community, this is a cost efficient way to do so. So by all means, please get your boxes together. There is a deadline because they have to get a container full and they have space for a couple more boxes. So if you are still trying to get on that, um, please get that sorted out so that you can do so. Now tomorrow, I just wanna remind you is Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, we do have our Caribbean Connection Wednesdays. So we will be joined by Danica from Jamaica. And Danica will be bringing us the latest regional news. And of course, we will also be discussing what's happening in terms of the US election. So I want to just do a quick um, check-in to see what's happening, if we have any results or anything as yet. Um, so it says election night in America, the race to 270 is on. So it's a tight race in Florida as results pour in. And apparently Florida is gonna be a critical state for Trump if he wants to get elected or reelected. So um, at 7.50 p.m., I'm just gonna pull up the results here. Thus far, this is what um, they are looking at. So early days yet, of course, very, very early. The Senate race, looks like the Democrats are in the lead at this particular time, um, but it's early. And um, the House control, the Republicans so far in the lead there. And then um, not much is in yet in terms of the elect the presidential election. 
but it looks like so far Trump has 11 electoral votes and um, Biden has three. So still very, very early days. The voter turnout in the United States of America has been amazing. People have turned out by today before people even start voting today, they had something like 96 or 97% of the total for 2016 of the total turnout. And of course, people are going to the polls today as well. Um, so it looks like Americans are turning out. Normally people turn out because they want change. Uh, we'll see what direction that certainly goes in. Um, but this is what we're looking at so far. The night is early. I think a lot of the polls are just starting to close off and the count has begun. So this is the results at 7.50 p.m. November the 3rd, election day. So Senate controlled, the Democrats are in a slight lead. House controlled, the Republicans are in the lead there. And um, 11 to three, but that's only like two states. So it's not really um, a major, you know, it's not like, okay, Trump is definitely gonna win. It's just two state results are in thus far. So woohoo! Let us uh, see what happens. I will watch a little bit of the news tonight. And uh, Irvlin says she's going to be watching it as well. And I guess by tomorrow, we should know by tomorrow morning what the results are of the U.S. election. So um, Florida, battleground state, a big one. Um, the battleground states report relatively few problems at the polls. That's wonderful to hear. And, um, you know, everyone is, is watching it. There's a series here. If you're watching it from abroad, here's what you need to know. They've got a timeline up and we will just continue to watch it to see what happens. Um, so 16 minutes ago, it was updated category four, Hurricane Ita, Ita, Ita is battering Nicaragua as it makes catastrophic landfall. And uh, a few other things making the news, but of course the big, big, big thing um, is definitely the presidential election. So COVID update, Iceland's president is in quarantine. <clears throat> and um, yeah, there was a, an incident in Vienna where uh, four persons were killed in some sort of an attack. So that's in terms of the world news. All right, good people. Um, <clears throat> here's one headline. Majority of voters say COVID caused them financial hardship. This is part of the early exit polls. You know, after people have come out of the polling stations, uh, they get asked questions and COVID seems to be the number one issue um, that has been on the minds of the voters. So we will see if that makes a difference or not. Mm, this current president has been highly criticized for his response to COVID. And I mean, listen, at this stage, they're gonna just have to buckle up for the worst of it because there's really not a whole lot um, that can be done at this particular stage, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so I, I wish them luck. I mean, I don't know what, it, what else to say, right? In terms of COVID, it's going to be grim. Funny enough, the CDC actually lifted, I thought this is quite interesting, 
the ban on cruise lines. After today, they had another almost, it was 90,000 plus persons infected with the virus in the last 24 hours. And here we are saying that the cruise lines have lifted a ban. I'm like, what? The cruise lines have listed, what? Not the cruise lines, my apologies. The CDC have lifted a ban. And um, it seems kind of crazy that they would even be doing that. But Norwegian Cruise Lines actually indicated today that they would continue to have a ban in place for their cruise ships until um, the 1st of January. So they will not be going anywhere until at least the 1st of January. It's going to be beyond that, folks. I mean, let us just be very, very reasonable here. I do not see any cruise line coming to our shores until they sort out a vaccine. And then you've got a bunch of people, even after vaccine is sorted out, who have said that they're not going to take it. So a vaccine will only be as um, effective as the people who take it. Uh, speaking of vaccines, you can go to the local uh, Fosters this evening. Remember, they're open until 10 o'clock. And the HSA is at that location giving out free um, flu vaccines. So if you are prone to getting the flu, if you're elderly or you're in a high-risk category, this would be your opportunity to get protected from influenza. And, you know, the HSA does a wonderful job of offering these flu, flu vaccines every single year for free. So by all means, you can certainly check that out. So here's some exit poll results. We're learning what's sort of the top issue driving voters' choices uh, today, Jake. This is nationally, and again, these are early numbers. They're likely to change as we get more and more information throughout the day from voters. But what was most important, the most important issue for your vote? 34% of voters in this election say the economy, followed by racial inequality, 21% said that followed by coronavirus at 18% of voters who said that crime and safety and health care policy a little further down. Take a look when we asked, what's more important to you to do right now, contain the coronavirus or rebuild the economy? Look at this, 15, 52% say contain the coronavirus. That beats out uh, the importance of the 42% that say rebuild the economy. And how about a measurement about how efforts are going in the U.S. to contain the coronavirus? Look at this, a split electorate on this today. 48% said U.S. efforts to contain the coronavirus are going well. 51%, a slim majority, say efforts to contain the virus are going badly. And finally, on this note, we asked, what do you think about wearing a mask in public? Is that more of a personal choice or a public health responsibility? Nearly 7 in 10 voters in this election tell us it is more of a public health responsibility. Only 30% of voters in this election say it is a personal choice. Jake? All right, David Talian, thanks so much for that fascinating uh, results. Also, 48% uh, of the country, Dana, mm -hmm. saying that the uh, handling of the pandemic uh, is going well. Uh, that's a very high number considering that empirically uh, it is not going well. I mean, there is no health official who says it's going well at all. And it, it is a different number than what we've been seeing in the polls up until now. But this is a poll, uh, the exit poll is of those who have voted. And, you know, if I am in the Trump campaign, I am looking at that and saying, well, 
that's better than we thought it would be. Yeah. That's because about despite where the this, rate right. Is. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. That's that is a little bit higher. It's better. It's rate. better than yeah. Approval and because rate. look, as as bullish as the president and his aides have been in public about the coronavirus, that's not how they feel in private. They understand that this is a referendum on the president, and in large part because of the coronavirus. So, in that sense. Uh, Maybe it is surprising, and I'm guessing if I'm going to contact people in the Trump campaign, they're probably going to say the same thing. Okay, folks, so there you have it. Those are the issues that as people are coming out, they're saying are most important to them. Tune in in the morning. I'm sure by tomorrow morning we should know who the president of the United States is. Um, so Kizzy said, did they get the 20 volunteers? What 20 volunteers? Oh, that's a whole other, that's not what the HSA is doing. The HSA um, is just doing flu vaccines. Uh, Kizzy's talking about that local company who um, was looking for 20 volunteers to test the A, one of, I think there's eight or nine in development, um, Corona um, vaccine. I have not heard anything as yet uh, on that. They haven't really provided a whole lot of information to the public. Linda says there's a conditional sale order, not a no strings attached end of the no sale order. So um, thanks to Linda for clarifying that. Um, <laughs> the condition is coronavirus is still very much in existence. Stay off a cruise ship. A cruise ship is like a Petri dish. It's, it's ridiculous that people are thinking that they should be cruising under any conditions. Stay off of it. They spread this quicker than anything else. Um, okay, Larry, that's it, folks. Stay tuned. Um, we shall check in with you guys in the morning and uh, we'll know what's going on. So have a safe and wonderful night. Uh, again, prayers to Honduras, Nicaragua. They're getting a little bit of a beating from the storm tonight. And we'll see how um, the remainder of that goes. So we'll see you guys at 7 o'clock, 7.30, my apologies. Danica, our regional correspondent, is joining us. And uh, please be safe. Mm -hmm.